Yeah, you guys can still hear me? Is this okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Shane, yes. talk continuously while Alex, you're fixing it. And tell me uh, about your day, Shane. Uh, uh, oh, I got laid last night, so that was good. That's not That's good. Day. You can stop now. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> good evening, meat suits and meat dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 184. We have now done as many episodes as the height in feet and altitude in nautical miles of the space shuttle Discovery when it first Whoa. orbited. Wow. It's pretty, it's pretty high. And Wait, a so it's the same height in feet? Like it's, it's as, it's as tall, yes, exactly, in feet as it, is, as it was altitude in nautical miles. Although nautical Whoa. miles in space doesn't make sense, not nautical. That's space. Yeah, that's astronomical miles. Yeah, we're spacical, I was going to say, but nautical, <laughs> astronomical is a way better word. Speaking of things not grounded on Earth, this week we're talking about <laughs> Atlas Shrugged Part <laughs> 2. That's the best laugh I've ever gotten from one of those transitions. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Uh, <laughs> Atlas Shrugged Part 2, the movie. This week's episode is sponsored, as always, by audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. If you go to that tr- address, sign up for a free trial, you can support our show this almost instantly, near instant. It takes only a couple minutes for me to get paid. It's great. Uh, do it right away. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, if you support our show. It's a great way to do it. It really helps us out, and you can get a free audiobook when you sign up for a trial membership of their service. And then also, another great way to sponsor us, Read-weep.com slash sponsor for a, a reasonable fee. You can choose any topic under the sun, and we will read, watch, or listen to it, I guess. If you like capitalism, you'll be paying us for our work. And if you don't like capitalism, it's still like a pretty much a steal because like you get like one hour, like one dollar per hour is pretty much like what it translates to. Yeah, and if you like mooching, it's like mm-hmm. we're getting money from you without requiring it. If you like mouching, it's like you're imposing <laughs> laws. Uh, I've never said listen to it before, but I suppose we would listen to something. If you wanted me to listen to like five hours of the Adam Carolla podcast, I would do it. I wouldn't like it, but I would do it. Too many hours because it's too much Adam Carolla. Too much Adam Carolla. Yeah. He's like a kazoo's attached to misogynism. Would you listen to like five hours of my Toyota Corolla? Just like <laughs> just just listening to it hum, the engine. Yeah, yeah. Not... Is this sound alright to you, Alex? <laughs> it's making kind of a grinding noise sometimes. Is... Just wait, wait for it, wait for it. It's gonna do it again. Click and clack. The uh, Alex brothers will be here. <laughs> yes, I would do that. Readdistribution.com slash sponsor. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Remember underscore. It's like a bloody space. People on the Twitter like that joke. I know. Isn't that a great yeah. joke? Anyway, uh, also, here's the panel today. In San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Uh, even though I'm still named Ezra, uh, please note that I look nothing like the attractive angular version of myself from a year ago. You're like 10 <laughs> years older than last podcast. <laughs> it's been some rough times for Dagny and, Taggart. And way blonder. Or at least some interesting times. Yeah. And everybody else, right? Yeah. Was there yeah, anyone not replaced? Yeah, almost uh, the entire cast. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. Alex, I'm going to show up in a Porsche. I'm going to take off my sunglasses and try to convince you to leave your job. That's right. Are like you the, the sexy Latin guy? Death. <laughs> <laughs> You're, are you, are, were you, uh, I was a copper magnate mm. in Francisco de Antonia, but the, now the I'm here to Kona? convince you that Colorado might be a better place than you thought. <laughs> you're, 
you're the angel of like condo timeshare sales. Beautiful <laughs> oceanfront property in suburban Denver. <laughs> we will give you two tickets the rest of, to to the show of your choice if you just listen to our pitch. That's it. That's right. Just have to listen. Abs tickets. Uh, uh. <laughs> the, uh, also, uh, sexy guy. He was he was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he's. A, I thought he was the best one in it. Yeah, yeah. he's oh, in yeah. some things. Like he's actually. He's, he's Everybody was person. in some things. No one was in anything good. But nobody uh, knows who any of these people are. Yeah. Oh no. He. Hold on a second. He was in uh, NYPD Blue. That's that's not bad. No, no, not necessarily. The movies are bad. They're just like they're all C-list. Like Biff was in it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you guys, Chris? Did you catch this at least? Uh, the doctor from Voyager. Yes. Yeah, Here's I what like I, I'm pretty sure you didn't catch, Chris. Teller? Alex, Alex Mack. Oh, I did no. not catch. No. What? Uh, I'm, I'm blowing up my first compliment already, but Alex Mack is still totally hot. Alex oh. Mack was in this? Oh, well, because she, she, um, she was the checkout lady? Checkout? That became no. uh, Taggart's wife. I, I just recognized her from um, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. I didn't realize that was uh, the same wait, person. Wait, that was her? That was her? That was oh, Alex Mack fuck. with the beautiful short blonde hair. Oh, man. That made oh. this whole movie worth it for me to see that you, she was still hot. You could watch it again, Chris, just to catch it if you want. <laughs> I mean... Alex, did, I mean, was it not worth it for you just to see Teller speak? N- no, because I know that Teller's politics are insane, and he probably begged to be a part of this movie. And even though he's a great magician, I hate his <laughs> politics and don't want to hear... He, he keeps his mouth shut for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> because because Penn punches him when he talks. Well, <laughs> Penn, Penn is bigger. Penn, and Penn is actually worse politically. But like, probably it's because everything out of his mouth during the magic show would be like, by the way, capitalism is the only way. I am pro-business and pro I mean, here's the thing. If you're rich because of stuff you've did, yeah, I'd be pretty much pro-business and pro-economy. That sounds like a good he's call. He's a magician. <laughs> he's not. I'm, he's a magician. Yeah, and there are no great magicians. Like, There's just less bad ones, I think. <laughs> I love magic and still fuck that. Uh, anyway, cool. that was a great little tangent. Let's introduce the third uh, our third panelist tonight. He's at Syrup Mountain <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> in studio in Portland, it's comedian Shane Torres. It's in here. <laughs> the last thing you've got. The last thing. They can't got. steal it's it. In here. <laughs> uh, that was the coal magnet. Here you meant your butt, right? No, yeah. he, yeah. <laughs> it's in here. Can't he, steal my butt. He t- <laughs> can't. When he do points it. at his lazy eye when he's talking about that. <laughs> the one Nobody wants it. Steal. That's why. Yeah. It's in here. Yeah. It's the coal guy, so I guess if it's in his butt, he's trying to turn it into diamonds. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's would have been. Yeah, he's trying to Ferris Bueller into some yeah. diamonds. That would have been a good pick. (laughs) All right, so in case you somehow missed this gem of a movie, Atlas Shrugged Part (laughs) 2. This butt coal of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So literally Diamond in the Rough, right? Is that what that means? I really think the third one's going to bring it all together, guys. <laughs> it's all going to be worth it in 2014. Anyway, if you, in case you missed it, uh, Chris is going to summarize for you. Now, Chris, uh, I yes. normally have you summarize, but this week we couldn't afford you. So <laughs> we're going to have a 40-year-old woman summarize for you. Okay. Well, um, since you're not really paying me that well, I'm not going to support this movie. Uh, <laughs> Strike. Just walk out. <laughs> Strike. No. Uh, to quote the uh, storyteller and monologuist Mike Daisy... Fucking, fucking, fucking Ayn Rand. (laughs) (laughs) 
this that, fucking book. Yeah. Okay. Movie. Part two of this improbable trilogy uh, <laughs> finds Dagny Taggart in a bit of a pickle. Uh, for you see, her family's rail business, Taggart Transcontinental, is going downhill. I mean, uh, diesel prices are rising, freight is falling, and nothing's good. Uh, her brother James, the CEO, is in cahoots with the socialist politicians like Wesley Mouch that want to end capitalism and uh, and working hard and and America apparently. Um, and her Dagny's married boyfriend, uh, the uh, visionary steel magnate uh, Hank Reardon, is being blackmailed by said government to comply with their ridiculous laws, despite his impassioned speeches <laughs> at high school auditorium slash trial courthouses. That's right. Yeah, despite being on the set of the uh, classroom from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some kind of space um, trial going on. Oh, God. Okay, so Dagny's childhood friend and mining entrepreneur, Francisco D'Antonia, is trying to get her to give up on trying to save her business and just to run away to whatever someplace, right? But I mean, for him, if it's with him, business- I'm hoping it's a sex escape, like a sex oh, retreat. God. A sexcapade? Yeah. Um, my name is Francisco D'Antonia. <laughs> you I killed have come my here father. to make love to you. <laughs> Quit your job. Quit your job. Um, And and you know what? He's trying to get her to quit. And meanwhile, all the best businessmen in the country are disappearing. They're quitting their jobs. They're up and walking away. And the mysterious figure, John Galt, who is John Galt anyway, uh, may have something to do with it. But we don't know. So Dagny, she found this weird electric motor that could solve the energy crisis that's crippling the country and therefore all of our dreams. But her chief engineer... Right when he's about to come, go up to get through a breakthrough, goes away with John Galt also. <sighs> so she chases him in a plane because. Hey, Chris, I'm sorry. Just since you're explaining, can you mean? I just had a question for you. Uh, who is John Galt? That's the question, <laughs> isn't it? He's TV Sweeney. No, it, he's. <laughs> he's <laughs> look, here, here's who he is uh, a guy all in shadow in this movie, which means. Gonna get recast the next movie. That's right. That's right. I think they used a different shadow in part one, and then a second <laughs> shadow guy in part two, they and then they're afford. actually gonna make him an actor. In, and, uh, and the the shadow was like on some TV show in the '90s and hasn't worked since. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. My bet. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> as the shadow. Yeah, as the shadow. Um. So anyway, she chases the engineer and John Gold in a plane. And then the plane she's chasing disappears into a holographic curtain. And then she goes into it, too. And there's countryside behind the thing. It's amazing. CG visuals for, like, a second. And then she crashes her plane because, well, she's not a great pilot. <laughs> and uh, Neither was Amelia Earhart. <laughs> you take that oh, back. Yeah, she was well, a patriot. Well, prove me wrong. She <laughs> was shot down by aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, no. Went back to the alien ship. Thank you very much. Went back yeah. to the alien ship. She, Not her fault. I think she truly she took was her last feminist Starfighter. liberal propaganda with her too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah the, I, I really like the movie. Here's so. the great thing about the uh, about uh, her crashing was that she first crashed what she thought was the mountain and she flew into that and like covered her eyes. Turned out to be a hologram, <laughs> huge empty again. field, and then managed mountain, to crash she's... again. <laughs> <laughs> that was like it's sort of like on pinball, like you get an extra ball and then you just like tip over the machine anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> she she was like, oh well, I almost died in the simulator. Here's my chance to do it for real. Crash. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But she wakes up. She survives a plane crash, which is more than most people do. Yeah. Um, as we learned. Have you not seen Lost? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but uh, John Galt actually uh, reaches his hand out at the end to save her. So she will finally learn, after this movie, who the fuck John Galt is. And it turns out he's just a guy who owns a piece of land and sues airplane people crash into it. <laughs> yeah. Just owns a small airport in Denver, that's all. Yeah. Maybe he'll sell it and go gold mining. (laughs) (laughs) That one was for Alex. We've already been a little mean about it, but let's get into it. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. It's how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism uh, in the eyes of our fans. So, Shane, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? I'll go last. All right. If you're last, Chris, you're almost never first. Today, I want you to be first. Oh, man. You really need to try to think of a compliment for this. Not first. Ezra, you're always first, but here's your chance. No, no, no. Great. (laughs) You can go. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. I, for one, think that it is mostly hilarious that the entire movie was recast from part one. I've never. This is my biggest compliment because the cast of part one almost pulled off their roles (laughs) and therefore were fired for a far worse worse cast i i like that dagny got much older i think that's amusing dagny got older everyone got a little puffier yeah yeah um, a little um, more well-worn <laughs> that's right and uh hank reardon's voice got way more hoarse. <laughs> <laughs> he swallowed just like gravel yeah, yeah. It just like, i just yeah. love that he, for something that's so ill-explained we don't even have like visual continuity to rely on is there They're a precedent really for this can we say there's another time where a bigger budget sequel or even similar budget sequel has none of the same actors does this like i know oh, sometimes you replace one person but i like this just across the board the whole cast yeah no i think they would call that a different movie <laughs> <laughs> i think that would stop any other studio right you wouldn't you wouldn't do yeah, that no one does that i don't um, think they could afford their old cast yeah that's what they said but they also did have a higher budget this time who was really in the first yeah. one nobody else no one good uh, yeah yeah yeah, and as far as I know, those people did uh, not go could, on. They to couldn't grip. afford no one good. Like that's how bad the budget was. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, yeah. The 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 grand irony of this movie is that it is about people who do well in free market economies, and this movie has just been cr- tr- crushed in the free market. Nobody wants to see this movie. It has made no money. It has lost millions of dollars. Well, ironic um, means it's unexpected. That's really not <laughs> not the case. All right, uh, the, the grand uh, justice of the universe That's is like, that yeah, this like movie that. is about people who do well in in the economy, and this is not doing well in the economy. I mean, the funny thing is, like, okay, let's recast the whole you know, let's recast the whole movie. Maybe now it'll be a hit. They probably should have recast the source material. Like that probably would have done it. <laughs> and now this, uh, it's 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 Anne Rand's uh, classic Atlas Shrugged as rewritten by Doctor Seuss. <laughs> get the get the Pride and Prejudice and like zombies to do it. Oh, Atlas Shrugged and zombies. Yeah, I would have read that. Atlas Shrugged and like I don't know, mummies. <laughs> <laughs> so like all like the, the all like the steel magnates are just all mummies. Yeah. What are, Why not? What are mummies and do? then Brendan Fraser has to kill them all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, there's an actor they couldn't afford. That's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> they couldn't afford a jo- Jared from the Subway commercials. If you've heard of him, they couldn't afford him. All right. Uh, Ez, why don't you be second? Um, so there was kind of this very silly moment um, when uh, Lillian Reardon, uh, I think Hank, Hank's terrible wife, um, yeah. 
was, uh, you know, whom he at, is like, a fancy... righteously cheating on with Dagny Dax. <laughs> super, he's super justified, guys. I, um, I love how he's the moral code in it, and he's cheating on his wife. Yeah. Also, yeah, but weird. she sucks. It's okay if she sucks, right? So does That's, he. So they're a perfect match. Yeah. Morals are set up by moochers to regulate your behavior. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. It's pronounced mouchers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so she's at this uh, fancy dinner place, and she drops this line. She's like, you know, try not to spend all of her money on the, uh, oh. or all of Hank's money on the truffle mousse pate, yeah. which I think is like a made up thing, just smashing three fancy words together. And I was at first very <laughs> angry, but then I realized like this is a great way to make up like new dishes. So like you get like the lobster foie gras reduction, or like the champagne <laughs> caviar souffle, um, or, or in my or, case, the mac and cheese fries bacon. Yeah, right. Just take no, any three words thing. that you like. <laughs> it's uh, it's like you know, poutine is like cheese and gravy. This is just French fries with mac and cheese on it, on a on a burger, on a oh on a burger, <laughs> ice so cream. Good. It's a little yeah, easier so, to handle that way. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the Alice Shrugged Food Game is just take three foods that you like and just put them all together and um, see what you end up. Start making that. Yeah. Um. So, like for example, I might have. Cereal cake pie. Cereal cake. I would try that. Yeah, uh, that actually. Can I have? Not, it's not the worst thing I've ever. Can heard. I have a, a cake pie cookie? Mostly, I just like dessert. I don't like for food normally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like ice cream to a lot of sorbet kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a frozen dessert suicide, yeah. or a Sunday as they call it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, birthday cake, graduation cake, wedding cake. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right, so I'm going to go third. Uh, my compliment, well, sub-compliment, the main compliment, of course, is that Alex Mack is still hot as shit. Uh, and it was worth Thought watching this movie cool. to learn that. Shut up, Chris, I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my other compliment, though, is that uh, I there's always one character that I can like in pretty much anything. And my favorite character in this movie, somebody I can get behind, was Mitchum, the new COO. <laughs> Mitchum. <laughs> the guy who's been there eight months yes. who can't be fired due to government laws. Yep. <laughs> James Taggart, as an idiot, just makes him the CEO of the company so, so, who can't find his sister for a second. Yeah, Dagny Taggart uh, disappears. She goes to on vacation or something, and, and yeah. uh, the figurehead is like, I don't know how to run the company. You, intern, run the company. And Mitchum's like, stop faxing oh, that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then this is this first is day on the job. Murders a thousand people. This is how bad he is. He causes a major accident. Thousands die within hours of him taking over at this place. So, kind of lovable. Uh, goof up. Go, you know, fuck up. Not really a good I love like, Mitchum's expression. He was like, whoops. <laughs> no, I mean, really what he could have said was, in my defense, I'm an intern. Yeah. <laughs> Never run a railroad before. Didn't apply for that job. Totally could have gotten you some coffee if you needed it. In my defense, the coffee I got you was totally good. <laughs> <laughs> so I liked I liked Mitchum a lot. At least there was somebody fun. Uh, also, I guess it proves just how good Dagny was at her job. That like within hours of her leaving, thousands <laughs> of people die in their railroad. She I was mean, the it only brings thing. To mind the question of what successful multi you know billion dollar corporation requires exactly one person to uh it to was effectively this, do her job, and was, otherwise everything goes to shit. It was the same thing with Reardon Steel. Was that like the steel canister the hot lead yeah. canister, whatever it was blows up and he is the one who calls the ambulance drags the guy out of the way shovels dirt turns off all the power like these guys are great capitalists don't know how to delegate oh, no. 
<laughs> too much micromanaging. Is yeah, that these are saying? some micromanaging yeah. people. Like you're running the best steel company in the world by yourself, literally. Like, you know, I mean, it's not micromanaging because well, they, they don't manage them what to his, do, and they don't think it's right that anybody tells anybody else what to do. So they don't delegate anything. <laughs> yeah, this is this is how free market they are. Is as an employee, you decide your own job. <laughs> I want all the jobs. That your boy is a terrible micromanager. Like his office is in the steel mill. Like there's like yeah, there's, there's like he's just dude. I just love the smell of the place. You can't leave it. You know, <laughs> reminds me of my better days. We don't have a corporate headquarters or anything. Yeah. I don't. I'm just again under- though, it wasn't it wasn't his fault that like the thing exploded. Right? It was just because like the the government employee. Just looked at it, right? Yeah, they, like the that government was, his incompetence just sort of like rubbed off. Passed on this, a new uh, law, and they immediately blew yeah. up his steel mill. Yeah. Well, incompetence dander is corrosive to steel. <laughs> <laughs> the dander. Yeah. Oh yeah. His 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 uh his steel cask just sneezed from all the dander. Uh, it's right. super. Yeah. His crucible uh, for was the like... layman. Incompetence dander is idiot dust. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for dumbing it down yeah, for our yeah. listeners. I'm, I'm a man of the people. All right. <laughs> right Much man like people. Mr. Reardon. Uh, <laughs> What's your uh, major compliment? Uh, I think it was better than the first one. Uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, the way what? it got. The you way... saw the first one? Oh, no, but I mean, I can only assume <laughs> if they made a second one. Uh, yeah, sequels oh, no, are never better. I have a theory that it's kind of like the Godfather trilogy and that the second mm. one is, you know, like oh. by all rights better. Oh, yeah, or Terminator. And the third one is an embarrassment. Or Free Willy, yeah, yeah, for well, example. The third one, and the third one, his daughter will direct it, and then it'll be bad. Yeah, I liked how this movie ended with uh, Dagny Taggart in, encased in carbonite. I thought that was a good downer <laughs> ending. <laughs> Dagny, you own a lot of steel. I know. Uh, <laughs> so your compliment is that this might be better than the first one, or the first one might have been better. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. Interpret it how you like. like <laughs> strong choices there. <laughs> His like, compliment is open to interpretation. I'm a very down the middle kind of person. <laughs> like, well, it's bad. either it's left or the right. Upset me or made me happy. It's I mean, just, I yeah. and you also said earlier in this in this recording that you think the third one is where it's going to really hit its mark. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're just in favor of it all. Yeah, just a positive well, guy. I, who am I to tell someone what to do? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it had a profound effect on me. I still. couldn't agree more. Uh, all right, so let's now get into our uh, our main segment, our anchor segment. Uh, this is, now we're going to say more openly what we didn't like about the movie. We're just going to c- connect our hates to a smoker and take them into a tunnel. So, oh no, no, are you kidding? That's the worst idea. It seems <laughs> safe to me. Do you have a better plan, well, as? There's an uh, army train coming the other way. Well, let's race it. Let's pray. To the middle. Uh, so, in any order, what's something you did not like about the movie? You can say anything you didn't like, hate. Or at least strongly dislike, or in Shane's case, anything you were ambivalent about about the movie. <laughs> no, I got stuff I didn't like about. Oh. Like. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, what's something you didn't like about the movie? Uh, when she's just when uh, uh, what's her name? Dagny. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, she she says my grandfather drove that very first spike into the ground with his own hands. It's like go fuck yourself. You're a child of privilege. You know, like you're, you're you don't. He care. did that ceremonial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. drove that first spike. It was and a then giant left. hammer. You know, yeah. like, it's like just like a big pair of scissors, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if the hammer is big, it makes it easy. If it was yeah. the hammer was really small, then it's impressive. What he what he really did? He had a he had his Asian butler drive that spike into the ground. <laughs> a series of low low skill low paid workers. Wait, wait, were, wait. Was he the Green Hornet? <laughs> My grandfather was the Green Hornet. <laughs> I, I actually, it also seems weird that this is her grandfather's line because then it's like 
maybe she is a good employee, but also there was clearly some family bias that gave her this great job. You think it was nepotism? Yeah, yeah I don't think she oh, worked well, her way up from the bottom. She did beat the other nepotistic like candidate, though, because her, her brother is kind of a moronic douchebag. Like, Whoa. hey, somebody's home. Come in, Ez. Excuse me, I'm gonna go get the dope. Okay. Uh, if I if I die, uh, avenge me. Ask the delivery guy what he thought about <laughs> thought about this one. Don't have sex with the pizza guy. That only happens in movies. <laughs> Wish it had happened. And Atlas no. shrugged. <laughs> he just turned into a porn. <laughs> yeah. What a, oh, Atlas. Dude, Atlas fugged. I don't know. Dagny Taggart orders a pizza and then fucks the pizza guy and then like goes back to work. But he doesn't give him a tip because he didn't really earn it. Like that kind of thing. Like, keep working your way up from the bottom. My grandfather drove a spike into the first Taggart, la- Taggart lady. Spike into me. All right. Uh, so, other things you guys hated about it? Uh, maybe this is jumping ahead of the of the issue, but. God damn it, this movie was full of straw men and ideology that I couldn't get behind. Yeah. And Sean Hannity, who is neither of those, of yeah, course. Sean Hannity played himself <laughs> yeah. in this movie, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and every time they have a government guy, you know, they, they are laughably just trying they to... All, they're sitting around the room going, no, we all agree that capitalism doesn't work, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, great, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Kill everyone. Yeah. Like, just, oh, it's so bad. And uh, I don't know. The, the government guy also tries to blackmail Hank Reardon with maybe the flimsiest blackmail <laughs> I've ever seen. Pictures of him is, kissing. Yeah. Hank, holding hands. Hank, so, yeah. <laughs> Hank's the married one. Yeah. And Dagny is single. Yeah, he's like, you're going to ruin the reputation of this woman. Like, does she go to BYU? I think she'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're in the future, except record. for the morals. Which <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show this picture of that godless Jezebel giving you a <laughs> polite but non-sexual hug. Better <laughs> <laughs> get around here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great, all right. Well, so on the, far but from on the, the bright American side, he, he gets the government back. He only gives them a gift certificate, which we all know is the thoughtless gift. <laughs> <laughs> only for store credit <laughs> it'll expire within a year it's not what the government wanted the government would have liked a, a thoughtful yeah. gift so when the yeah, government I shop for myself all the all time companies they say you got to give your patents away to the government and you sign them over via gift certificate yeah which is super weird because like the government would much rather have gotten like a hand knitted scarf or something put some thought into it do something with your yeah. hands yeah, right? Like, we shop for ourselves, like, you know, 364 days out of the year. Like, I want you to buy me something. <laughs> but what do you get from the man who have everything, The man who can seize anything. Or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. For, the, for the government, for the man who has everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, here's, a, here's a hate. Uh, Apple's fingerprints were all over this movie. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, is, uh, the only really sponsor Apple. anywhere, as far as I can tell, the only product placement was for Apple products all over the place. So the mm-hmm. railroad is still the important thing that is running the economy. That's the engine of the American economy is coal and railroads. But everyone's got iPhones? Is the tech industry not making any money? Everyone has like iPhone 4Ss. Yeah, that, that's like <laughs> in the near future. It's like, well, <laughs> Apple's not going to do so well then if that's the case. <laughs> everyone's got yeah, everyone's got MacBooks from 3 years ago. That's not mm-hmm. that's not great. Time for redesign. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just seems like a strange movie to have your product associated with. Yeah. Or Man. like, do we think that they that Apple hates the government? Uh, I don't know if they knew this movie existed. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a little below. The someone radar. knocked on the door and was like, "Can we get a million dollars for your product?" And they're like, "A million dollars? Hey, someone write them a check for two million and get them out of their face." My face. 
To be mm-hmm. fair, it does look like it was edited on an iPad, though. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was an now, iMovie project, so that's why Apple got involved. Yeah. <laughs> now, Alex, I, I was here just uh, browsing uh, com slash Amazon and oh. looking at the Ticket to Ride game yes. uh, by Days of Wonder, which you can get for uh, $32.41. Uh, is that uh, the, the, the first of the, and the original? And of that goes to Read and Weep. Uh, yeah. Same great price, but uh, we get a little kickback. Yeah. You know, I was comparing the maps on that board to the map on the board of Haggard <laughs> Transcontinental. I can't, and I realized that I can't just, finish this John Galt route. I need three more black John trains. Galt, so, A... The one in Taggart is like maybe the most inefficient map of the United States ever uh, for trains. It takes them forever to get everywhere, and they way overprivilege the Southwest. Yeah. Um, whereas looking at Ticket to Ride, which is a fantastic board game you all should pick up, mm-hmm. uh, you can get the Montreal to Calgary route pretty quickly by taking north. And yeah. I think that uh, Ayn Rand was wrong to ignore Canada. I mean, I, I think anyone who ignores Canada it does so at their own peril because those sixes are really where the money is in that game. Um, right. I would love to have a Atlas Shrugged edition of Ticket to Ride, where just like <laughs> <laughs> so you build like whenever like two trains meet at the same point, uh, it just explodes and everyone dies, <laughs> <laughs> and oh. the government seizes every other one of your trains. <laughs> oh, I finally got New York to L.A., but my trains keep blowing up and killing people in the tunnel. <laughs> and then and then halfway through it pauses for like a three hour speech about money <laughs> that's right and if you do too well the government seizes all of your assets <laughs> they take the board also <laughs> <laughs> because of the anti-dog eat dog rule from now on everybody is playing blue <laughs> <laughs> uh, why does this not exist yet yeah i also take it to ride way more fun than watching this movie and shorter yeah, yeah. If you think what you hate about this is trains, you're wrong. T- trains are great. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I mean, the the whole thing, the straw, the straw men that you mentioned earlier are so bad. Like this whole thing about trains is so weird and ridiculous. And the government's rules, which are like, people cannot leave their job, just doesn't make sense. Well, for that would any- be wonderful job security. It seems like the economy's not doing that great right there. Yeah, I, wow. well, <laughs> you know, like when you think about it, they'd probably be kind of relieved. Like, oh, I can't not do stuff. Yeah, but you can't change the employment <laughs> either. So everybody Wait, who can happened you get... to be between gigs at that point is now mm. permanently. I unemployed. mean, it's basically well, like, you know, they should have just. Also, kept it. what are you going to do to this? That's going to make a terrible <laughs> argument. What is the government going to do to the stock price of LinkedIn at that point? No one I'll can change it. jobs. Well, it's going to regulate it. <laughs> yeah. It just. No one is making this argument politically. No one is like, man, the only way to fix this terror. And they throw in like real things. Like during the, during the, uh, one of the rioters was had a, we are the 99% sign. Yeah. Like they're trying. 99.98, I believe. Is that what gas said? was at $40 a gallon. Yeah. Yet nobody's riding bicycles. There's no gas, yeah. but there's a surplus of red gas cans in this movie. They're just yeah. <laughs> they should run all the cars on red gas cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like what people who made money selling gold mining equipment to people. Who yeah, right. Gold. That's that was this the real gold rush. Doing all right. Gas can um, Freddy's doing. Just <laughs> Don't you worry about gas can Freddy. <laughs> um, Here's the I bullshit only- about this. Gas is forty two dollars a gallon. Can mm-hmm. we stop the nine-tenths of a cent bullshit? When it's <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Still, still stealing nine-tenths of a penny from me when it's 43 bucks for a gallon of gas. Every tenth <laughs> of a cent counts, Alex. That's <laughs> how we ended up in this situation. Yeah. I, but, like, uh, also, as did they really say we're the 99.98%? Yeah. Because then I think they're not talking about finance anymore. Like, maybe that guy was a bacteria not killed by Lysol. 
Yeah, or like uh, the chance of like um, uh, no pregnancy when condoms are used correctly or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a he's a sperm dying in a condom because it was used properly. <laughs> Man, you know that's um, probable, but like this movie was full of just like you know not uh, to get a little a little bit away from Strawman and just into the ridiculous. Like they had this sign, like uh, what a homeless guy carving something during a protest, like onto a piece of wood, like. America, R.I.P. 1776 to today, and like then they like zoomed in and made that the entire screen as yeah. like this music swell. That's like the first time ever that a homeless bum carving right. art has been privileged to such a degree. That's what they were. They were like, yeah, politically, you guys, just you know, we disagree with everybody here, but the homeless people, they they have the system down. They love capitalism, <laughs> all about it. Handouts, no, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, I, like, because I guess implicitly, you're also saying like he's homeless because he's at his job because he's not a good person that's so, right but he knows and he thinks it's right yeah yeah i belong here also we'll move along got nobody to blame but myself <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> i should have invented the gas can <laughs> oh that's freddy. freddy i had the patent but freddy beat me to the office that place is no more <laughs> it's all a well, circle guys it's all that patent gift certificate yeah, yeah. i can't yeah exactly Fred, freddy's gas can is gonna have to give that patent over as a gift to the government which <laughs> what do they need it for yeah. they're gonna make it a lot of miracle metal now Ugh. Mm. That, that Ugh. had like a weird religious tone it's to like it, the gogurt of steel yeah the go- <laughs> the gogurt of steel <laughs> <laughs> You're not improving anything, rear Yeah, yeah. Uh, I support this message. <laughs> Shut up. Train <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com/amazon. Amazon. We give away copies of Ayn Rand's Anthem for free because she'd fucking hate that. And now, a breaking news bulletin. We are said to report today that thousands of poorly characterized people have been killed in a train crash that has been described as, quote, kind of hard to believe and, quote, pretty darn silly. We can only hope that they're in a better place. Hey, look, Grizzled Engineer. We were dying, but now we're okay. I reckon we're dead. Hey. You are dead. Welcome to heaven. That will be 10,000 god bucks. We don't have any god bucks. We just died. By St. Peter. By me. Something for free, want you? Lousy moochers. You can work in the god mines until you make enough to pay your way in. What kind of heaven is this? Libertarian heaven, son. Oh, and it doubles as moocher hell. <laughs> and also sheep purgatory. They've been bad. That explains it. Look, isn't there a place where everything's free and they just give you stuff? Oh, you want moocher heaven, or otherwise known as libertarian hell. But you're not getting in there with your numbers. Maybe I could get you into a sub-heaven or a something. <laughs> hmm. Yes, go on. Well, there's read-weep.com slash Amazon heaven. Everything you ever wanted to buy at a low price. There's over 5,000 kinds of caramel corn, for instance. How do we get there? Just go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and shop away. You could have done it while you were alive. No! No! Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon or regret it for all of sheep purgatory. Bah! 
So, oh, so now here, I want to do one uh, one other thing with you guys before we go. I want to play a new game that I'm calling Benefit of the Doubt. So as a group, I want us to come up with like alternate readings or ways of watching the movie where uh, it makes sense uh, and that the movie is actually kind of great. Like what were what were we missing that is actually what makes this thing great? Mm. Well, so so you know how the CGI looks pretty terrible. Yeah, I did, um, I did notice that. Of course. Uh, how could we justify that? <laughs> uh, because Sim City is real. Oh, and man. It, so they, they saved money just by having this take place inside of Sim City. Yeah, it's like how some people like the like that show uh, was it Red versus Blue that was like filmed mm-hmm. on it was Halo. All in Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. They couldn't afford a real animator, but Sim City had this huge city engine already. Nice. So it was like Sim Railroad or Railroad Tycoon. That's probably a game. Uh, it was just Railroad Tycoon that was taking place yeah. inside. Is that like the Sims why I couldn't understand any of the ideologies going on? Because they were just like, Sabaduccia. Blah, 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 blah. Lama, blah, blah, blah. My happiness is down. Yeah. <laughs> why did you t- take away all the hospitals and put my all the housing inside the dump? <laughs> why did you sell my toilet and lock the door? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, that's the way I play SimCity, which is like all the Sims are always sad because they're like, how come every time I walk outside, you add dinosaurs to this map? <laughs> Um, do do they? Yeah, do you get elected a lot? Like, of they give you a lot of like happy mayor days as a result? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the dinosaurs are very pro mayor. No, but so I feel like I'm being a good mayor anyway, and I have my world's best mayor mug that I drink while I play the game. <laughs> world's best mayor of Dinotopia. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my reading of this: is that maybe this movie? It's it, the ending is sort of like the giver. Where as like he rides uh, into the bright light, like some people think he's going, he's surviving, but other people think he dies. Here's, he dies. Oh wow! So he, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, so, yeah, no, of the giver. That that just kind of changed my reading of the giver. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I did not. I read that on my own, so I didn't have any like teacher saying. But maybe it was a darker ending. Oh, I thought everyone thought he died. Anyway, no. So here's my. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is sad. As I'm, I, this went way different place than I was hoping. The end of innocence. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shit. So here, here's my reading of this movie: is that John Galt is just convincing people to commit suicide. Oh God! So, so when they leave their job yeah. and like, go through a side door, that's he, just he's like, "Are you tired of fighting? I am going to stop the machinery of the world. Come drink this Kool Aid." Oh well, if it's free Kool Aid, oh, it's not gonna be—it's not gonna be free Kool Aid. No, it's still a terrible you for future. The but you're a billionaire, so it's fine. <laughs> Here's the—would they still charge for the Kool Aid though? I, I mean, they would in this movie. Oh my god, that's bullshit. But the government would that's, set the the amount they're allowed to charge for the Kool Aid. Well, that's good. The demand it's is super high. Kool Aid. Yeah, <laughs> it's not all bad. The Kool Aid's pretty moderately priced, all things considered. Isn't this a darker and more fun movie if it's about like this guy com- convincing the best people in the world to kill themselves just to let the world go to shit? It's definitely a better movie. If I that's think it the, is. If that's the case, um, not much couldn't make this better. It's dark, man. Mine. I thought mine was dark. I was going to say that there's a reason why you didn't see any children in the film. It's like Children of Men. Nobody can have kids anymore. Oh, <laughs> or alternatively, sad and giving up. The, or the government is mandating no everyone has to have the same number of kids at the same time. I, uh, Chris, I have either a darker or less dark version of that. Uh, <laughs> there can still be kids; they're just the fuel source. Forty forty-two dollars a gallon for babies. <laughs> That's why we see all those red canisters. They're hiding babies. 
maybe maybe they don't kill the babies. Maybe they just like they're sort of like in those like galleys where they have to like you know row in unison. It's just like baby powered. It's <laughs> a bunch of baby hamster wheels. Row you babies. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the here's the problem with that propulsion system. Even for a boat, <laughs> wait. Here's the one problem. <laughs> I mean, it would be a problematic thing on a train, especially as not a lot of rowing on a train. But yeah, but then, then the baby's muscles are gonna get all tough, and then no more baby veal, and that industry is gonna go down. You, know, you can't the please everybody. Guys. Is widely believed by analysts to be the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> You know, and I'll, you know what, I'll, I'll say it. It could have more trains. I want sort of like the Cars version of this, just with trains, Did so that every guys... person is a talking train. Oh, I'm into that. Uh, although, unlike Cars, trains have a limited, like, where they can go and how many can hang out at a given time. <laughs> yeah, no one can turn around or do anything else. <laughs> There's a lot of conversations where the person's like, sorry, can't hear you. I... And inside the train are little trains that ride it. <laughs> It'll make no sense. It's a kind of weird movie. Uh... I also like if this movie was like a, just a cautionary tale about work-life balance. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, totally. None of them are really taking good like, care of their relationships. Like Click? The Adam Sandler movie? Like that? Mm, Is that what that yeah. was about? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, so, so they... I'm sorry. So Dagny Tiger gets... <laughs> it, well you might be but i, didn't see um, I don't think you would have gotten yeah. that sentence out right if you were <laughs> hey, chris can you say yeah, wait, can, can, oh here's a test can you smile and can you lift up both your arms not at the same time oh shit <laughs> i can't smile and lift your arms at the same time that's not a stroke chris that's weak upper body yeah. oh okay more core <laughs> gotta do more core. <laughs> Uh, let's do the second half of the compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order, Shane, which this is the last nice thing you ever have to say about the movie, but you need to come up with a minor compliment right now. What's it going to be? I thought the key grip did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Different key grip from the first movie. No, no, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, uh, yeah. You know what I didn't think did a great job was the sound design. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but everything's super, super quiet, and then the music would be very, very loud. It was not well mixed. Hmm. I agree with that, but I'm just going to say, I think the best boy did a good job, too, because if the key grip was good, a lot of the best boy you know, like helps out with that. I mean, he was just saying. I mean, he wasn't like the mediocre boy, as in his defense. No, no. Yeah. He it's got hired. He was like, yeah, you got to be pretty tops to be the best. Yeah. You know who wasn't great? The focus puller. <laughs> <laughs> I found the rough in-betweener to be somewhat amateurish. That gaffer's going to get a heated email from me when this is done. <laughs> I did notice that the cords were not very well taped around this. <laughs> it is amazing that we didn't see somebody just walking through a shot like a it, like a craft services person or something. You know, <laughs> It did seem like the caliber of movie where you'd have a boom in one of the shots and they just didn't oh, bother God. to take it out. Um, like the they, craft services must have been good too. Those people looked generally like they had been eating. Good job. Uh, <laughs> sometimes too much. Biff does not look good. Biff is not. His life. I mean, but he's just been sports betting and getting rich for so long. Yeah. That he doesn't know how to stop eating. <laughs> too. Wait, was seriously was Biff in this? I did not. He was, yeah, he was the CEO of the or of he was one, one of, the, of the. He was on the board. He of, was the guy sitting next to the dad from Growing Pains. <laughs> oh my god, this is an insane movie. I didn't even realize yeah, this. It is kind of actually. That's kind of fun. Is the what? Wait, what did I see you in before? That's what this movie <laughs> like, called. Do you think they have like C list memories like all of them together? Like the way like 
Barbara Streisand will talk about. I remember one time Clint played the piano at, <laughs> at you know at David Fincher's house and it was amazing and everybody cried. Yeah, do you guys remember when like, we all went to that birthday party for the guy who played Urkel? And yeah. then uh, remember when Biff sprung for coffee? Like that was a big deal for us. <laughs> they just call him Biff too. Yeah. They don't like <laughs> and Alex Mack. They all call them whatever they played on the other show. The one memorable thing. It's oh, pretty good. That's pretty fun. Uh, all right, as what's your minor compliment? No, it's my um, turn. What's my minor compliment? Uh, Do it. So uh, there was one line. It wasn't super political, but there was one line that Dagger, that Dagny Taggart said that I can really get behind. I think she's totally right on this, uh, which is after the train explosion, she calls around trying to find other engines uh, in the in the train world to help take over the line, and she says this to the assistant: "Everything with wheels rolls." And that, accurate, super accurate. I mean, depending on the angles, but like. In, right, right. It could be on the side and then just kind of slides, theoretically maybe. rolls. Yeah, well, a Ferris wheel will roll, but it doesn't mean it's a good idea. No, although that sounds awesome. <laughs> in a future where all the wheels are Ferris wheels, <laughs> it's the only mode of transportation. <laughs> that'd be a hell. Of, that'd be a big truck <laughs> powered by babies. babies. Each of the cars powering <laughs> that Ferris wheel. Uh, I like it. All right, uh, Ez. Now you. What's your minor compliment? Um. So, you guys are saying that, like, this movie makes no sense because it has all these straw men arguments uh, that no one could possibly believe in. I did. Um, I, I think I may have mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to contradict you and say, uh, I don't usually know what I believe, so I'm just going to take on all those beliefs myself. Oh, so, so like a sponge man for their straw men? Yeah, exactly. Just I'll, I'll, Any belief they have, I will now take on as gospel. So, um, the government should seize all uh, patents. Um, no, no, which no. would end should receive them it. all as gifts. Yeah, thank you. Good point. <laughs> which would actually end a lot of frivolous lawsuits. So that might be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. If, the, if their point was like the patent system is great, that's another thing I can't get behind from this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But actually, if you think about it, right, like Apple and like Samsung suing each other. No, no, it's the government and the government not suing each other. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, mute, mute, um, self assured destruction. Mm-hmm. It, um, what, what else can I take away? That, that contradict each other. That if it sues itself, it'll definitely lose. <laughs> um, but it'll definitely win. Oh shit! Also, if you absorb all the straw men, no, no crows. Uh, there's there might be one in there. Totally, keep, it might be. You'll keep away most of the crows. Yeah. Well, no, I might have absorbed one of the crows. I guess is what I mean. <laughs> like my foot is now crow. Uh, let's Oops. see. What else do we agree with? Um, you or you agree with? You agree that. Uh, People should never change jobs. Um, yeah, I like a good. Uh, I mean, I think it's great whenever someone like tries to get fired and can't. Um, I think it's always a really good sitcom uh, trope. So I like, you can have uh, these people. So people can't sell or start new companies. So your point of view is that. Uh, oh, it's super stressful to start a new company. It is. It's um, also right? you know, like stick to itiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no quitters. We got to we just eliminated the problem of quitters. There are no more quitters in this society. Yeah. Well, if you eliminate uh, the idea of a dreamer, there will be no failure, you know? Like if you think Great. I hate failure. Yeah. yeah. And I also hate Who's nightmares, which is like 90% of dreams. Yeah, absolutely. Not the only Get one, rid right? of the bears. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Me too. <laughs> okay, good. You- <laughs> God, I just got that. <laughs> I just picked that up. There, well, no, you really snuck that one in. There. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my nightlife is kind of uh, sad. My my dream life is kind of a depressing place. I think okay, so big... Alex, just going to put this out there. Big bears are scary, but really, really small bears, I could argue, are scarier. What? What is yeah, that related like an, to? 
like an army of small bears, like like bears that are like. Who said something about big bears? Didn't you say most of your dreams are big bears? Are nightmares? nightmares. Oh, I heard big bears. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like one of well taken. the ski area in California. Your, your point is well taken. That fierce gummy bears would be really kind of a troublesome thing. Bear like gummy bears like that are uh, have like claws. Run like the fuck the away from those guys. Brave if they turned demonic. This is, oh I mean, yeah, this exactly. This is terrifying, but also all of my dreams are Would nightmares. Would you say that it's bearifying? <laughs> <laughs> all my dreams are now bears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all my dreams are giant bears. <laughs> that was a good. I can barely follow this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good mishearing, as yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, all right, uh, Chris, that leaves Chris. you. Yes, sir. What is your minor compliment? My minor compliment is that <laughs> this is the movie sometimes, you know, was kind of dumb, but sometimes it was a little too clever by half. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is at this point where Reardon is. It was, it was is, too clever by half and nine tenths. <laughs> that's <laughs> rounding up. Yeah. Uh, Reardon is walking at night past a train track because apparently train tracks are the only places that anybody hangs out. But there's a furniture store with the sign like Johnson's Shoppy for Less. But there's <laughs> enough um, uh, enough of the lights on the fluorescent light burned out that it just says no hope. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? I didn't yeah. see that, but that's which terrific. Is, which is, A, you know, like just hitting me on the head so hard that I, I hate it so much. But I really respect the fact that they dared to put a furniture shop in the movie that seemed to be only be accessible by train. <laughs> and at that, only accessible by jumping off of a train because there was not a platform anywhere here. Wait, and also they had to say shoppy. It had to be like the British yeah, shop. that's right. Yeah, otherwise it's no hop. And that makes... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> these so be- no, these beaters have no hops in them. Sorry. in the future either. Hopping is out too. This movie is oh, about man. white no men. IPA? No. no. <laughs> uh, the whole thing is just about white men. Real quick, oh, isn't God. No Hope what Sarah Connor carves into the picnic table in Terminator 2? I right before she goes right. to kill the guy? I have no idea. Yeah, but Sarah Connor said a lot of things. <laughs> if we're going to hold Sarah Connor to carved a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to believe everyone who carves something into tables, then according to my third grade class, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently this Aussie character rules. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about The Host, the new movie adaptation of the Stephanie Meyer book. Because uh, it's been almost three months since we watched a Stephanie Meyer movie, so we really got to get back into it. And as you may recall, we liked the host more than Twilight, but not more than not enough to get above fifty percent. So look, still dislike. Uh, also, if you have any feedback for us, uh, read-weep.com/contact or send us an email podcast at read-weep.com. We answer pretty much everything, so send us an email or uh, or post feedback on our Facebook page, and we having a little bit too much free time we'll be happy to respond to you and uh thanks for thanks for taking the time to talk to us let's be friends uh also uh thanks for joining us as always chris and ezra of course yeah it's good uh and thanks for joining us today shane well thank you for having me at syrup mountain on twitter at syrup mountain on twitter what's the origin of syrup mountain uh well my twitter handle used to be shane taurus 1000 
And you were the thousandth shopper. Yeah, I don't give myself enough credit, apparently. <laughs> uh, Won a free tweet. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Kyle, said I should go by the Twitter handle Steely-eyed Night Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> but some weird German guy had that, and then he was like, of course, <laughs> German guy. Steely-eyed Night Tiger uh, one thousand. Yeah, and then so he was just like, uh, you should just uh, syrup mountain. That's what. So your story is that you're very suggestible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, his friend Kyle, I think he's talking about Kyle Kinane, uh, who's hella famous. And yeah. so, like, if Kyle Kinane told me to change my Twitter handle, I'd do it. Well, it's just like... He's funny as shit. I just succumbed, finally. Like, yeah. Because I didn't want to put, like... Because there's this... I wanted it to be Shane Torres, but there's another comedian named Shane Torres. Not only are you not the first Shane Torres on Twitter, you're not the first comedian Shane Torres on Twitter. Well, I didn't want to do comedian because I don't... Like... No, 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 but the, not, not the first comedian who is named Shane Torres on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Yeah, and he's, like, also a mixed martial artist. Like, he's... His biography... Like, you Joe say Rogan's also... biography is, like, essentially this guy's life plan. Like, You say he's also <laughs> a mixed martial artist, implying that you are a mixed martial artist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With a name like Syrup I was, Mountain I was, I in was the Kevin fighting. James stunt double, and here comes the boom. <laughs> oh, nice. His his fighting name, you guys, Syrup Shane Syrup Mountain. Syrup Torres. Mountain Torres. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check him out on Twitter. Really funny guy. Uh, my my favorite stand up in Portland, hands oh, down. Jesus I'm in the top you. five, but not. I'm I'm you behind him in my own credit. In my own appreciation, I prefer you. Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> He's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, it's also kind of odd and self-deprecating, and you didn't argue with me, so my attempt. Well, to no, a because like I mean, it's nice, but I'm just I'm agreeing with you for the people. But like <laughs> after, after we're off the air, we're gonna have a chat about. This. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I gotta run, you guys. I gotta me. catch a train. So I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> choo, choo. Boom. So, what'd you do? Bleh. That's dark.